previously on the Blown Lines podcast. I'm just ready for a change more because uh, I don't. They weren't going to do it. I'm ready just for a shiny new toy, to be completely honest. I'm ready to kind of grow up, even if that means we're going to have a bad quarterback or just be more like the rest of the NFL. It's just, if nothing else, it's just, it's the constant, like, will he go, will he won't go, all these kinds of things. And I'm just, I'm just kind of ready to be done. It's a bummer that he had to go to Tampa Bay of the offseason so far. My favorite, your favorite. The B.O. Bill O'Brien, man. The boob. The greatest coach slash GM. The NFL has ever seen. This is like this is this is incredible. What a wild move too to be like, oh, everyone is at home in the entire country and just looking for anything to like think I'm about. Just, I'm gonna, sneak I'm gonna it just in. sneak this sneak through, <laughs> get away with it. I'm gonna trade the best, arguably the best receiver, or best offensive player in this franchise's history. Welcome to a very special episode of the Blown Lines podcast draft preview. Is, yeah, we're it's the draft day episode. Uh, we're calling it that because we're previewing the draft, which is coming up next week. And uh, at the end, we are going to discuss um, the steaming pile of shit that is the film, the 2014 film Draft Day, starring it's, Kevin it's, Costner. It's, it's a good movie. I'm sorry. It's a good movie. It's not. We'll get to it in the end. Um, you're an idiot. But uh, first, we're a Boston-based show, but I am in Connecticut. You are in Rhode Island. That is true. Uh, we're waiting out the plague. Hopefully it ends soon. It's not going to. It's going to be months. But So we're doing this over Zoom. Uh, we are hopefully going to post this video on YouTube as well. So if you want to see the faces behind the mic. Uh, yeah, these beautiful voices, uh, don't. But if you really <laughs> want to, for your own good, don't do it. Uh, but if you really do, uh, check out, I think it's, what is it, Blown Lines? Just at YouTube. Uh, Search Blown Lines Podcast. The Blown Lines Podcast, I think is the technical yeah. name. But la- last week's episode was up there. Um, yeah, I it think wasn't we that, had it double wasn't, digit views. It wasn't that bad. We, we, we got people from Ireland watching again. Yeah, we do. It's a weird thing. So we'll have that up and running. Uh, the first round of the NFL draft is uh, next Thursday night. Yep. Um, I hate the fact, I still hate that it's not a Saturday afternoon. That was one of my favorite things. Um, that it was just a kind of a daily thing, but of course they have to squeeze every dollar out of it that they can, so they make it a prime time event. I'm okay. Goes to like twelve thirty at night. It's a fucking nightmare. Awesome. We'll, we'll, um, we'll be possibly live streaming that, or I don't know, about live streaming it or recording it. I don't know. We'll if, do something. Yeah. We'll do something for it. Uh, I've never been more excited. Oh, I know. For the draft and maybe ever a sporting event or anything tangentially related to sports in my entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just gonna be great. I don't care how weird it is, warts and all. It's just going to be nice to have genuine things sports related to talk about um, that isn't either just crazy hearsay rumors or even just like offseason moves are fun. But, you know, the the expiration date on those are a couple days at, at most. But we're going to be able to devour this draft and really – I mean, people are going to talk about like the fifth round. They're going to be analyzing like, oh, this is a steal, all this kind of stuff because we're, they're not going to leave any meat on the bone because there's nothing else. We're going to pick Probably, it clean. Right, exactly. I mean, it's going to be – it's going to be fun. And I can't wait. I, I, that's the first real sports thing we've had besides that bullshit horse game. That they had the NBA had. Yeah, it was, I didn't hor- watch that. It was hor- I watched five minutes of it. I shut it off. It was horrible. Oh my god, it was so bad. Anyway. Yeah, I've realized about myself. I need actual games. Um, I haven't even like considered. I can go cold turkey, like without this kind of stuff. But I, I don't, I don't do substitutes. Like I, I don't drink non-alcoholic beer if I'm trying not to drink, and and I don't watch horse games or you know NFL simulations on Madden or anything like that. Either right. give me the real thing, or, or I'm good to just do something else. Okay. Yeah. No, I I, I hear that. Um. 
Yeah. All right, cool. So how we're going to do this. I, I watch sim games, but. Yeah, I, no, I know you do. That was a thinly veiled shot at you as well. Yeah, as, no, I, I heard it. Like, I was not going to acknowledge it. I'm like, I have if it's not this. Super Smash Brothers simulated with Yoshi's uh, and I can gamble on it, I, I don't care. I'm a gambling. But what we're going to do is mock draft, which, you know, no one's ever thought to do this. We're going to be the first people to ever um, sit, have our takes on what we think is going to happen in the draft. We're going to do the first 10 picks. I have trade in mine. Um, I have a trade in mine. Yeah, I know. Like we're a gambling podcast, and we always try to work gambling in. We'll do that later in terms of like you can pick certain players over under what pick they're going to be like uh, over under fourth four and a half picks. Yep. Uh, we'll do stuff like that later, but it's easier to just we're going to do the top ten of where we think they're going to go. Going to be all wrong probably, except for the first pick probably. Mm-hmm. Um, then we'll do some random props, all that kind of thing, and then we'll get into draft day later. The movie. Um, but it's just nice to have shit to talk about, man. <laughs> it's just great. Tell like me. real actual analysis and not real now like we're idiots we don't know anything but it's nice to have stuff to analyze yep i mean again you're telling me like i yeah <laughs> i mean yeah. It's, it's, i mean again i've been watching uh i've been basically having 2k nba 2k on my ps4 two computers against each other just watching that just to watch something that's i, don't, I have no control over i can't even play i'm just watching it because i don't know who's gonna win so it's just kind of nice to actually have something again live that actually i didn't create to actually watch i guess i don't know it's gonna be yeah i mean shout out sports video games they've been scratching that itch for me for sure um playing mlb the show and i made the baltimore orioles into the montreal expos and they're a terrible fucking team but i love them and i'm excited to win uh the world series in 2026 it's gonna be great it's gonna be a long struggle but it'll be worth it um it's gonna be a long time man they have no farm system and no talent um, yeah, so let's talk football. It's finally back, kind of. Uh, number one overall pick. Well, first, should we hold on? Right. Should we we'll throw up a graphic? Maybe I don't know because I'm also going to uh, be you, doing hey, you're, the, you're control editing the video. So you're we'll this week, uh, maybe we'll throw up the whole list of the th- the top 32 picks with the logos or whatever. Uh, wishful thinking. This is Dan's problem. It's not, Hopefully, it's not there's a easy. beautiful uh, logo kind of. Uh, screen right here with all the top 32 picks um but we'll start with the first pick overall in the 2020 nfl draft and it's the Cincinnati Bengals. That's- all right so there's a weird levels problem there but that's fine uh Bengals number one overall pick uh cincinnati trash city but i love it um great chili who do you yeah no who do you think will start yeah. i'll start yeah, they're going- taking joe burrow it's joe burrow yeah, it's I uh, yeah I gotta delete the S on that, but yes, it's Joe Burrow. Um, Joe Burrow's singular. He's a, he's a number not qu- Joe Burrow's. Yeah, uh, it could be Joe Burrow's ball though, in Cincinnati. Um, he's the number one quarterback on the board. Uh, won a national title game. Looked phenomenal this year. Not the best quarterback prospect, I don't think. Um, he just I had disagree. a It's it's recent recent memory. I he's gonna get Joe num- Tigers. He's gonna get number one overall, and yeah. Yeah, that's that's about it. I mean, he's he's the consensus number one overall pick. Yeah, I mean, I feel bad for the guy. Uh, he's an Ohio kid, so that's cool, I guess. Bengals are a trash organization; they don't care about winning, or they they would like to win, but as long as it's at the right price, uh, anything over that price, they're they're going to walk away. They don't care. So he's definitely not going to be in the, put in the best position to win. Zach Taylor, who the fuck even knows what that guy's capable of? Um, he doesn't spell Zach with a K. It's weird. That's weird. Or an H, it's just as E A C. Um, I've seen Z. So I don't know, man. I mean, but... they're they're gonna take him. 
I love the helmets. It's going to look great, but I think it's kind of a bummer. Yeah, I mean, this is the like. There's very few teams. San Diego's one of them, and the other one's probably Cincinnati. That they, they don't really care about their players. They literally just they want to. It's all about the bottom dollar for them. I'm okay with them saying, you know, screw it. I'm not playing for this team. There's very few teams I'm okay with it. With this is one of them. So if he holds out, because I'm not playing for these guys. Hats off to you, but it's not going to happen. It's his hometown team. He's going to play for his hometown team. It's what's going to happen. And yeah. Got, I mean, uh, one thing, it's L.A. Chargers, not San Diego. I wish it was before. San Diego, but it's not. Um, but, yeah, I think – I don't know how much – how effective a holdout is after you're drafted. I think, if anything, you would have to kind of go that Eli Manning route, which – That's what I'm saying, yeah. That's, I mean, I – well, that would be different than holdout. Like, to try to get a trade – on draft day, okay, right. um, which, as we know, is not very realistic when the number one overall pick gets traded on draft day. But we can talk about that later on in this episode. Um, yep. I mean, it's Joe Burrow, right? It'd be crazy if it if it wasn't. If it's not Joe Burrow, we could tip our cap I'd that we shocked. got that I'd one be wrong. Shocked. Yeah, but like we can move on, right? It's Joe Burrow. We talk about Joe Burrow. He had uh, his huge moment in the sun with LSU. They had a magical season, dream season. Everything kind of went their way. Exactly, and that's why. I Let's move on yep. to the crazier shit. Yeah. Yeah. Pick two. All right. Pick number two. It's the Washington Redskins. Your um, team. You love. The also, Redskins. kind of a chalk pick, probably my team. Yeah, you love the Redskins. No, I fucking hate them, man. <laughs> um, Purely yeah. for football X's and O's, though. I have no problem with their ownership or the team <laughs> name or anything. It's just football related. That's why uh, I hate. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll go first with this one. It's going to be Chase Young. Uh, he's the edge rusher uh, out of OSU, Ohio State. Ohio State, yeah. Um, he actually is the career uh, sacks leader for um, Ohio State. This one, though, I'm not. You said that it's a is pretty close to 100. percent It's close. If Washington, it's like ninety percent. If Washington's smart, they dropped a quarterback here because Haskins is just not good. And yeah, but who, that's a who's fallacy, a, who, right? I there. mean, unless if you Washington's think Washington's smart, exactly. I it's going to be Chase Young. I just I would love to see them say screw it with uh, Riverboat Ron. Go, roll the dice. Roll the dice on a quarterback. Yeah, I think um, it's going to be interesting to see how how. COVID-19 and everything and everyone being distance affects how everyone's thinking goes. Cause on one hand you could go way crazier because you're like, screw it. We're going to go with what we want. But on the other hand, it's like you have no access to any of these guys. So whatever you thought two months ago is probably how you're going to lean because you had the ability two months ago, like, and up until what you were picking, that's probably going to, you're going to stay the course. Um, also Riverboat Ron, is a great nickname, but it doesn't actually fit him at all. He's no, not didn't. really a gambling type. And I remember years back when they were like, what do you think about the nickname Riverboat Ron? He was like, I'd much prefer to be called Analytical Ron. So that's like really who we're dealing with in reality. You know, in fantasy land, Riverboat Ron, the look of the guy, he's an absolute legend. Yeah, He's not really that kind of guy. Dan Snyder hopefully is at least smart enough to take himself out of the equation. I know he had a he lot. Won't, he won't. Uh, he has fingers in all the in all the pies. Is that a phrase? Uh, last year, sure. he made them draft Dwayne Haskins, all that. Um, hopefully, he is willing to step down uh, because River- Riverboat Ron actually has like authority and everything and wants to run the room. I don't know. Dan Snyder is always a wild card. He is, he is- uh, the Jim Dolan of the NFL. Yeah, the Redskins are a tire fire. 
but it's I mean it's got to be Chase Young. Like Chase Young is really fucking good. He, he is he's, he's another Bosa brother essentially coming out of Ohio State. He's better than Bosa. He's better than Bosa. He's definitely better than uh, Nick. No, no, better than Joey. Better than Joey. Nick is the younger one. Nick is the younger one out of. Uh, All right, he's definitely better than Joe. Yeah, and maybe better than Nick. Um, um that what well, I think he's better. So he he missed games because Rivera got, loves defense. Well, the thing is, he got suspended for the illegal stuff that happened in uh, Ohio State, and uh, he still led Ohio State in total sacks for his college career. So and both both brothers went to Ohio State. That just tells you how much this guy is a yeah. generational type. Pass rusher that doesn't come all around very often. He's a as much as we hate JJ right. Watt as a tool bag. He's a JJ Watt like player. Hundred percent. I mean, so there's nothing cooler, even more than offensive players that you can just tell in the college. A defensive player that just imposes their will, especially on the D line in college. Watching those games is so cool. Like there's nothing else like it, and you could tell immediately, dude. He, like they would double team, he would just blow by him. Right. Uh, and that level of fear and everything too. It'll be interesting to see how it works in the NFL, but I think this is a pretty much a lock too. It's pretty close. I, I again I would love to see them make a move here, but they're not gonna they're not going to. But no, I don't think so. Uh I almost said question. Pick number three. Yeah, why yeah, we gotta get those levels correct, man. It's it's all over the place. Is it um right? It's Detroit Lions. It's it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty spot on on my on my end. Um it's bouncing all over the place. Matt Patricia, former coach of the Patriots or coach on the Patriots, uh, head coach of the Lions now. This is where it gets quote unquote interesting. Um, personally, I don't think I, I think he may trade. I think he may try to do some more Belichickian stuff, like a disciple of Belichick, like always trying to trade down, uh, just assemble a crew, like an absolute cornucopia of picks as opposed to just taking the number three pick and taking the third best player in the draft. Um, They've got a million holes besides maybe quarterback quarterback and wide receiver and one wide receiver. Oh, and carry on Johnson's pretty good. Yeah. When healthy. Yep. When healthy. Um, So anywhere else, pretty much on the field, they need help at. They just got rid of Darius Slay. I'm sticking with the uh, chalk pick. I'm going with Akuda also out of Ohio state, the cornerback. Okay, um, so I th- think he may trade, but I didn't want to break my brain trying to. Unlike you, I didn't want to yeah. break my brain. So this is the one. This trades. is the one trade I did do. I think it's pretty spot on. He's going to trade him, and I didn't know to who until uh, the your Los. I'll say Los Angeles. The, the Chargers uh, signed Chris Harris Jr. And if you don't know anything about Chris Harris, he's a great, great, great cornerback. Like I mean, he's got like two years left of his prime, probably. Yeah. I think he's like twenty eight or something. Yep. Yeah, he's, he's he was on that uh, all. That all Madden, I guess you could say, or the all history uh, Broncos defense back when they won the Super Bowl for Peyton Manning. Um, he was the, I guess, the one to keep was the two. Um, so they signed him, and they already have Casey Hayward and Desmond King. So they didn't really, they didn't really need another cornerback. What does Detroit need? They need well, besides what do they need most. It, yeah, I, I actually don't mind. Uh, Patricia, but what they need most is a cornerback. So I think they are going to trade uh, the number three pick to San Diego for one of the cornerbacks. Probably not going to be Harris. It's either going to be Hayward or King. And the first round pick this year, which is number six, and maybe a first or second. Uh, second would be this year or first next year. 
So your pick is number three for, uh, for now you got me San, San yeah, Diego. Yep. It's for LA Chargers. Yep. And they're gonna pick quarterback Justin Herbert out of Oregon. Okay. Out of Oregon. I think um, he was he was the number one quarterback or number two quarterback coming into the year. Up and down season, he didn't look good against Auburn um, opening weekend, and he, he had a letdown later on in the season. I don't remember against who. Uh, he, I, I think it was against uh, Arizona State. He had a letdown against. Um, just, yeah, I mean, and and whatever that last, uh, I think it was like Stanford or something. One of the last pack. Right. Yeah. Pack he he, he, uh, he had an up and down he season. He kind of was one of the few quarterbacks that did himself a disservice by coming back for a senior year. Wasn't he hired? Yeah. Yep. Like he was pro- much higher prospect and people thought he was really going to make a leap this year and he kind of fizzled out. Right. Um still at the top. He's still top, top list, he's still but... a top 3 quarterback. Um, yeah. like ranking him he's a, he's a top 3 quarterback, top 4 if you want to put Jordan Love in there. I don't quite I think Jordan Love did did a disservice. Well, he had to play his junior year, but he had a he had a bad year this year too. But I have Herbert going number 3 to uh San Diego. Okay, and you think I I don't see the Chargers Signing a corner just to trade him? No, uh, it, maybe some other guy, well, but so not, I, I think, not Harris. Well, no, they're not. Gonna, I don't think they're going to trade Harris. I think they're going to trade uh, either King or Casey Hayward. One okay, um, it's called picks. Okay, so we'll get to the Lions pick later on then. Yep. Um, so I've got Akuda, Jeff Akuda, and you have Justin Herbert yep. as the second quarterback off the board. Uh, pick number four. You can start. It's the New York Football Giants, and I think uh, I think I know who you're going with. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Clemson uh, stud interior line backer uh, Isaiah Simmons. Um, they got a Clemson Tiger last year in uh, Dexter Lawrence, stud on the defensive line. I think this guy is gonna help really shut it up. They're in a, they're in a division with the high flying Cowboys and the Eagles. They have to be able to stop these guys. And the high flying Redskins. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're high flying something here. I mean, yeah. they can't move the ball. So, but it doesn't really matter how good Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley and all these guys are if you can't stop them. They were ranked number twenty nine last year in defense. They need to build up the defensive side. Start from the uh, line out is how I would say. Isaiah yeah, Simmons trenches, does it. Yep. yep. Isaiah Simmons does that for them. Isaiah Simmons to the Giants number four. Yeah, he's unbelievable. Uh, they got what Joe Judge is the new coach of yep. the Giants. Horrible pick, though. Another Belichick guy. Um, they had Jason. I'm Garrett right there with you. I got Isaiah Simmons. Yep. Um, just one of the best all around like talented players in this draft. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of a no brainer. I don't think he drops further than four, and you don't. I don't think he's going earlier than that. I mean, there's a chance maybe Patricia snags him at three, just because he's also an incredible defensive talent, and maybe Patricia's like we can find secondary help. Um, at the bottom, at the trash heap, more than we can uh, a generational linebacker. Mm-hmm. But I think he helps that that Giants team immediately, and uh, that'd be pretty great. So yeah, Isaiah Simmons, we agree. Yeah, there it's it never is. good when we agree. Consensus, consensus, cons- Con- yeah, consensus. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, uh, this one is a little bit spookier. All right, uh, it is the number five pick for the Miami Dolphins. Okay, B flow. Brian Flores, another Patriots disciple. I don't know if it's if it's a good showing that there are all these uh, Patriots uh, Belichick like kind of coaches that worked under him that are NFL head coaches, or the fact that they're all picking early in the draft because their teams fucking blow. Well, I don't know if that's a good or bad showing of the Patriots, but B, B Brian Flo- Flores. I was like, B flow is a little bit of a different. I mean, they, they I love B flow. They try to. They I love try him to a lot. Tank. 
They love him a lot. Uh, oh, said you love defensive him a lot. minded coach. They're picking fifth. Yep. Who you got? Uh, I got um, where is he? Uh, quarterback Tua Tago Viola out of Alabama going to them. Uh, he was the number one quarterback coming into this year, hands down. He has some injury problems this year. Yeah. Nick Saban has said multiple times that his biggest downfall is that he doesn't know how to throw the ball away, which could lead to him not um, really getting that out of his game going into the NFL, seeing how probably one of the best coaches of all time in general couldn't get it out of him, Nick Saban. But they Miami can't do it again. They passed on Drew Brees because of an injury history back in, God, what, 2004-ish? Yeah, area. they, pa- they passed. Something about his shoulder. Yeah, exactly. Their doctor said his shoulder wasn't exactly. Good. They pass on him and look at Drew Brees now. He does. He doesn't get hurt. Well, till this year, but well, but yeah. In general, in, in general, Drew Brees has been. Yeah, he, he was an Ironman for a long time. Yeah. Um, I just don't. I don't see them. They. I don't see how they can pass on Tua. So I have Tua going. Uh, and that that is a general. If he's healthy, he's a generational type quarterback, and he's the best quarterback in this draft. When healthy, they're gonna go him number five. Yeah. Um, that seems to be the consensus around, although the last couple of weeks, his stock has definitely been plummeting because of injury concerns. Um, I think he is also one of the people worse affected, but I mean, besides the people actually affected by Corona, uh, in terms of he can't prove whether he's healthy or not. Uh, Cam Newton, kind of the same thing. People can't send their team doctors to really either show out on a pro day or check, like do their own physicals. They kind of have to just take word of mouth. So I think that hurts him in terms of teams kind of being wary about how healthy he is. Um, I'm not going with Tua, partially because I do think his draft stock is going to go down, even though uh, he is a really good quarterback when healthy. I think there is some fear. There's one thing to say when you think Kyler Murray's too small to play quarterback. Um, I think the league is changing, so size doesn't matter nearly as much as it used to in terms of the safety with all the, all the different flags that they throw and players being smarter about it. But there's something else. the The whole injury prone tag still has way more oh, yeah. of uh, weight to it than just size does. And so he clearly, every time he gets hit, for the rest of his career, it looks bad, and you're always going to be afraid that something's going to happen. Whether it could even be, you know, on the follow through on a throw, he hits a helmet or something. You're just always going to be worried about that. And, and I think teams. Just for personally, I, I that stuff always drives me nuts. I hate players like that it was because like you can never guarantee they're going to be there. It was like uh, Rob Gronkowski for the Patriots. I mean, he was a hell, right. probably the best tight end of all time when healthy. It, you always, right. you put the, never played a full season. Yeah, you put the asterisk next to every single one. Half of the games he was playing at 60, 70%. Yep. Um, so partially, I'm not taking to a part of that is because I actually believe it and I think he's going to plummet. And part of it is also to, uh, to keep our picks different and uh, yeah. just kind of change it up. So Tua is not going. I am going to have Brian Flores, defensive-minded coach. Um, like we said, Isaiah Simmons, we think is going to be off the board. Obviously, if Isaiah Simmons was still there, I think he would take him. Um, but I'm going to go with Derek Brown, defensive lineman out of Auburn. So this guy is, besides Chase Young, the best defensive He's lineman so uh, on the board. Um, like Miami, they're, they're basically working with a clean slate because they don't really have – anything going on mm-hmm. um definitely not on the defensive side so i think flores they got other first round picks uh, granted they could be doing trades they could be doing a million different things we have no idea i'm just i'm not doing any trades i'm just going on what's on the list and who i think they're going to pick because i just don't have the metal capacity to figure out all these different trades so yeah Derek brown that's what i'm going with 
and maybe they take like Jordan Love or something at I think what's their second pick like 12. 18 uh, 17 or 18 yeah, or something in the middle of the first yeah I somewhere in the middle of the first um, maybe they take a flyer on a quarterback there maybe Tua maybe they trade him or something for whoever yeah maybe Tua Stiller who the hell knows I think maybe they just lock down a defensive player uh, right off the bat I don't disagree pick number six your San Diego Chargers yes who do you got just um, kidding you I'm, got the Lions right I'm going first again uh, yeah, so I'm going. Oh, yeah. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, Sorry. It doesn't does matter. Uh, yeah, so I'll go. Sorry. <laughs> uh, pick number six is the Chargers, and I still do not have Tua going. Uh, I think you said Chargers have come out and said that they are not – they don't like Tua. And, nope. Uh, the injury history scares them. You know, yeah, injury – I mean, you never know how real those things are, whether they say that because they believe it or they're saying that to get, you know, kind of the target off their back and throw people off the scent that they – Really like to it. You'd never have any idea. Uh, I'm going to take them at their word because I think Justin Herbert, quarterback out of Oregon, is going to the Chargers. Mm -hmm. West Coast kid, I think he's overrated. I think he's a perfect Charger pick where they kind of fuck it up. Anthony Lynn's kind of – he's not quite quite uh, on the hot seat, but he probably should be. Um, and you kind of – coaches that are looking – are possibly getting fired – a lot of times they'll they'll draft a QB because then they get a couple years with that quarterback kind of tied at the hip, mm -hmm. um, and you put your fate in that. They have Tyrod Taylor. That's not going to be the guy of the future. He may be a place placeholder for like a year, um, but if Tua is going to fall like I'm predicting, then Herbert is the obvious pick for the Chargers at six. So, as you said, he's going to sit for a year. Even even if I have them going and picking. Herbert at three, he's gonna sit for the whole year. I think it's. I think this is Tyrod Taylor. Really? Okay. I, regardless, I think he's sitting for the whole year. I think they're gonna try to build an offensive line around him, stuff like that. While Tyrod Taylor's back, there's a little more mobile stuff like that. I think regardless, you won't see him this year. Regardless. Um, okay. For pick number six to Detroit, because again I had uh, picked or uh, yeah, uh, traded. traded yeah. uh, I have the Detroit Lions selecting Derek Wildcat Brown out of Auburn. You had him going to Miami, I believe. Yeah. Um, yep. Yep. He's I, he's the second best. I said second best defensive lineman. Uh, I watched a lot of Auburn football this year because I love betting on any uh, SEC football, and they're fun to watch. This kid is legit. He yeah, he, 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 is. He's he, really he is a uh, Vince Wilfork uh, like esque player up the middle. You can't run him over. He is a game changer up the middle, and I think he's going to Detroit because the same reason why you said that B Flow is going to draft him because he's a defensive minded coach. I think that Matt Patricia is going to. Uh, draft him because he's also a defensive-minded coach and he needs a game changer up front. The the likes that the Lions have not seen since uh, Ndamukong Suh left back in 2013 or whatever. Long time ago, yeah. yeah. So they're looking for that game changer and he's not an asshat like Ndamukong Suh. So that's why I have going to Detroit at six. Yeah. I mean, I don't disagree at all. Like I said, um, I just kind of didn't have the wherewithal to figure out how trades would work. I do right. think Patricia's going to trade down, and I think it's a smart move. I don't know what exactly he would get out of it, but I think there's enough defensive talent, and they have so many holes on that side of the ball right. that well, like, you can't it, really go wrong. If you trade back, get another pick or two, and still get an absolute stud like Brown, like that's a pretty well, goddamn good that, move. That's what I'm saying. So, you, you get, so in, in this scenario, you get Brown, uh, a I would say close to an all-pro uh, uh, defensive back, from the Chargers, right. and I mean that that helps solidify the defensive side. You know, plus maybe in the multiple picks in the background, and then right. Else but if, and if you get if it's a first and a second, like I said, you can get because they, they've already said 
uh, scouts have said that you're going to get um, Pro Bowl level wide receivers in the third and fourth round in this because it's the de- is, this, yeah. There's this like the, 15 receivers. This is the de- this is the deepest wide receiver draft I've ever seen. It's insane how deep it is. Yeah. So you don't need to draft a receiver early. So they still can get someone to help out Marvin Jones uh, Jr. Senior Jr. Which to be fair, I I think receivers also. Just to put that out there, are closer to running backs than people are willing to admit. I mean, the top tier is obviously top tier, but there are plenty of guys that slip into the second, third round in any draft that like work. Like you don't really know who's going to fit in your system. There's a lot of guys with different talent. It's harder to do, but I mean, besides like the top five, like you look at uh, what's the name out of Ohio State that went to the Redskins oh, last uh, year. McLaurin. Like there's a lot of guys that just sort of fall out of the first one. I'm not saying it's going to be in the yeah. sixth round, like super deep. But there's a lot of talent on receiver most the, years. The only, Not as your franchise receiver, right. but it, there's always guys well, that can plug in. That so work. the only reason why I sort of disagree with that is because a running back can make its own magic behind the line. Um, but the a wide receiver is probably the most reliant position in all of football. You need a good quarterback. You need a good play caller or schemer to get you open. You need a, a good offensive line in order to have enough time to get open. And then it comes to if you're a good receiver or not. So if you are a, I mean, if you look at uh, 2006, Randy Moss, he had I think three. T- he he looked dead in Oakland. And he comes and then he comes to New England the next year and has 23 touchdowns. Yeah, it's kind of effort too with Randy Moss. I mean, but, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, running back also needs to have a good offensive line. There's yes, but you Saquon know, Barkley, and that's pretty much it. Everyone else, you can't make magic around the line in the NFL. You can do it in college. You can definitely do it in high school. Yep. Everyone else, like, there's a reason the Chiefs can just keep throwing shit at the wall and it works for a few games is because they have it schemed up so perfectly that anyone who can run under a 4-6-40 is going to be a pretty good uh, running back. I'm just saying receivers are closer to running backs that people give it credit for, Uh, besides, like, the top-tier franchise kind of receivers. Um, But this, that said, this is still the craziest wide receiver draft. Uh, Position draft, really. I mean, can you think of another draft that's this deep, that was ever this deep at any position? Like, even if, I mean, oh, there was a couple years ago, it was almost all defensive players. Was that even last year? That was last um, year. No, not last year. I, but, like, the year before, I think. Two years I mean, ago? I mean, coming out looking like this, maybe the 2013 quarterback class, which ended up being horrible, but it yeah. had, like, Bridgewater, Ponder, uh, Carr, and Garoppolo. And like, Jake Locker, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Like, that, yeah. that, like, that draft looked deep at quarterback, and looks like Garoppolo's the only good one coming out of that thing. Allegedly. Um, let's move on to pick number seven. This is where really we get into the woods. We have no no idea. Yeah. Uh, pick number seven. It's the Carolina Panthers. We probably should have practiced that, but yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I, I jumped you again. <laughs> uh, so Carolina Panthers picking at seven. They've got – I'm confused by what they're doing because at first they're getting rid of Newton. They got a new coach. They're like, oh, they're going to rebuild and everything, and then they go out and sign Teddy Two Gloves. Um so I don't know if they're rebuilding, if they're rebuilding on the fly, if they're going for it right now. Basically, I was going to put Derek Brown, circle it, lock it in for the Carolina Panthers here at seven because mm-hmm. he's that good. Uh, Auburn kind of close by. But instead, uh, he's gone off my board now because I didn't have Miami taken to us. So pick number seven is going to be Javon Kinlaw, defensive lineman. What do you think? I don't know anything about J- Javon Kinlaw. I'm not going to lie. I <laughs> I don't. I don't have uh, him going there for my for my pick. So I, I can't. No. Really, I know. I actually don't even know where he played or anything about him. I don't know where CS is actually. The, the school you put down. Anyways, um, I have uh, Jeff Akuda uh, from Ohio. Yeah. Oh yeah, because you have him dropping all. Yep, the way down. from Ohio yeah. State. Uh, I think he's a perfect landing uh, position in 
Uh, Carolina, because they need a cornerback. Their best cornerback in uh, Bradbury left in free agency. So they have a hole there. This guy is ready to play now, right? Like he's NFL ready to start day one. There's your guy, pick number seven. Yeah, I don't hate that. Um, I think we both agree defensive side of the ball is their biggest issue. They just signed McCaffrey to a pretty large extension. Um, And I love the kid, but I don't like the move at all. I think running backs, they are what they are. I mean, he's he's great, but not worth it. He is great. He's one of the few game changers that they have. um, But I think you kind of just write out that contract. See what happens. Like, Todd Gurley literally happened a year ago, and it's crazy. Like, when was the last time one of these big contracts for running backs actually worked out? Never has. That said, um, I like their offense. I like their receivers. They maybe need tight end help, but it's too early for a tight end. Uh, Javon Kinlaw. Uh, by the way, CS on here, that's a mistake. It should be SC. It's, uh, he's a Gamecock. But it's oh, okay. All right. I'm, um, I'm, 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 I'm looking. I'm like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. He's like, Colorado State. He's not a I'm Ram. Like, I'm, like, um, <laughs> I'm looking. I'm like, I don't know what CS is. Yeah. Uh, so, I personally, like, I had this guy. I kind of had to push him up because I, I didn't think um, – they were going to take an old lineman. Maybe they will, and I, they're not going to take a quarterback, especially with Teddy Bridgewater. So it's I figured just you kind of solidify that defensive line. If you're a new coach, you're trying to start fresh and solidify just sort of your team and start building from the inside out, which is what they say to do. You build in the trenches, O line and D line. Doesn't hurt to take this guy. Mm-hmm. Go yeah. Gamecocks. Yeah, I mean, sure. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> uh, I, I don't watch a lot of Gamecock football, so. Yeah, this one is definitely more of a. I've been watching like other draft programs and stuff this is it's not like i've watched a lot of south carolina football um but his youtube videos are pretty cool so i like him wasn't uh, wasn't jadev and clowny a game clock too yeah, yes right? yeah yes so he was I, yeah. and how'd that work out pretty- that one pick though hey, hey. that one hit that one hit it's pretty good the one hit <laughs> great um so pick number eight yeah arizona cardinals i think we're pretty much on the same page with this one yeah um so pick number eight arizona cardinals Uh, you go first. All right, me. We're pretty yeah. much in, in sync with this one. Uh, I have out of Alabama. Uh, God, I could be, I could mispronounce this. Uh, Jedrick Wells Jr. Wills Wills Jr. Wills, I think. Yeah, W I L S. Yeah. I I love watching uh SEC football, so I've seen him play. Good offensive tackle. Arizona does not need any more help on the offensive side after getting DeAndre Hopkins along with. Skill uh, position wise, exactly. It's like talent wise, yeah. yes. But they do need to keep their little quarterback upright, and yep. they led the league in sacks allowed last year, and which is crazy for as mobile as Kyle, and as as, as, as that as guy is, is to lead the league is pathetic. Exactly. So they need to keep him up. They need to start doing it, and I think uh, Jedrick Wells Jr. is going to do that for him out of Alabama. Okay. Um. So I'm kind of cheating here. So I guess I'll go with. A different one. I basically was like, you know what? They need an offensive lineman. They're going to take whichever one's available. So it could be anyone from, uh, let's see, Tristan Wirfs, offensive tackle out of Iowa, Andrew Thomas, offensive tackle out of Georgia, uh, Jedrick Wills, offensive tackle out of Alabama, or who's the last? Oh, Mackay Becton, uh, O lineman out of Louisville. Uh, so you went with Wills. I'll go with Wirfs, and we'll call it even. Okay. But I agree completely. Uh, Kingsbury, obviously, he's offensive first. Um, that was their one hole. I think he would much rather go the Texas Tech route of just offense first, lock down all of those positions, mm-hmm. have that ready to go. If we lose 45 to 40, that's fine. I can live with that, and we'll build with the defense next year or something. 
Um, but they need O-line help. Yes. They got Hopkins, fleeced, him, fleeced the Texans in that deal. We'll talk about that later. Uh, unbelievable. I am so excited to watch their offense this year, next year, whatever the season, the next season is. Um, but yeah, they need O line help like crazy. I, I wouldn't. Be, I would be surprised if they only took one O lineman in this draft. Oh, no, they you, should take at least two um, and just see what sticks. But yeah, I'll go with Werfs. It's not. It's not. Wolf. It's not a good. It's not a deep draft for offensive linemen. But you do need to actually make. A, it's kind of top heavy though. There's some good ones in yeah, the first round, exactly, and then it's and not much. So yeah, I again, I think they should make a pick here. I have an offensive tackle, but yeah, that's all right. Uh, number nine, Jacksonville Jaguars. So this one, I, I had a lot of trouble with this one because I, I do love the Jaguars. They're one of my favorite uh, hilariously bad teams in the NFL, them and the Raiders. Uh, they just traded Nick Foles to Chicago, so I guess Gardner Minshew is their guy, although you hear conflicting about how they actually believe in that guy or how much Shad Khan won. So there's a chance that they go off the rails, do something crazy, maybe pick a quarter as well. I'm going with something else. A lot of the mock drafts have them taking a defensive player because they're another team that has a lot of holes all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going weird. Jaguar style. I'm taking a receiver, but I'm not even saying – I don't even think it's the best receiver on the board because that's Jaguars That's Jaguars football is to not only take a, a position that you don't need help at the most, but also not even take the best guy at that position. I like the player. I just don't think he's the best. C.D. Lamb out of Oklahoma is who the Jaguars are going to take because it's just it's just a Jags move. He's good. Yeah, it's not great. Um, it's pretty good. Yeah, One of the best. But I mean, there's in a receiver deep draft, and you take like the third best receiver, number nine overall, instead of all these other places that could help him. Go Jags. Yeah, I mean, if if this can be the time where you're going to pick receivers, this is the this is the year this is the year to do it. I mean, that's but not the pick to do it. No, it's not the pick to do it. But it's definitely not the pick to do it because they have other picks in this in this draft as well in the first round. Yeah, I know. Um, I went along the same lines though. I just went with the best receiver, which if he, uh, which is Jerry Judy out of Alabama. Jerry Judy, I yep. agree. Yeah, but if Jerry Judy does go to um, Jacksonville, he will not be the best receiver in this draft. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, Jacksonville, that's true. Jacksonville will ruin him, and he will be—I don't want to say a bust, but he will be Philip Dorsett esque, and he will. I mean, they—they be- they actually low key have a pretty storied history of taking high end receivers that had good college careers and, and running them into the ground exactly. through either either Justin Blackman who had off the field issues or other guys that haven't been great, like D.D. Westbrook. Another, I think he was at Oklahoma too. He's been okay, yeah. But for where they drafted him, for how good he was in college, he's definitely underperformed. So, I just think they keep it going with Ceedee Lamb. Yeah, I mean, aka, or I said Jerry Judy for me. I just he's he's the best receiver in this draft. He's an all-world talent, so fast. He's a a little taller version of Tyreek Hill, as I would put Jerry Judy at, and he's going to get ruined on the Jackson. I think Jerry Judy works anywhere. I think Ceedee Lamb could get screwed up more by Jackson. Okay. There's also Henry Ruggs the uh, the third, who is straight speed, who they could also pick. Out of what, Clemson, right? No, he's Alabama as well. Is he? Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, final pick of the top 10. We could do this whole thing, but um, Who's got I don't feel like that? it. Who's yeah. Got that? Uh, it is your Cleveland Browns. Yes, they are. At number 10. Why don't you go ahead and start us off? Well, my boy Baker needs to stand upright. Um, they're probably going to get rid of. 
uh, Odell because Odell needs to... There's just too many mouths to feed there on offense. They went out there and got probably the best tight end in free agency in Austin Hooper, which I love the pick. But what they didn't do last year is get offensive line help. And they need a... They went out and got a tackle to play right tackle at all, this offseason. I don't know his name. Forgive me. But they're going to draft the best offensive tackle in the draft in Mackie Beckin? Mackie Beckin, yeah. Yeah. Uh, out of Louisville, and I think that that's where he's gonna go. They need to keep Baker upright. If you think he's the guy, I'm sl- I'm slowly fading in Baker. I don't know if he actually is the guy, but wow. right, but right, okay. but I mean, a quarterback. I know he he got sacked the second most, a lot like Kyler, second most. But it comes a time where you gotta make the right decision. You have the t- you have two great running backs. You have two all world. Uh, receivers, and you have now. Well, you had a very good tight end in David Njoku. You got to make plays, even if you have a bad offensive line. You have to make. You have to get the ball out quicker than. And so I don't yeah. know if he can do it. This is the start to try to fix the offensive line around him. If he can't do it, this he might not be the guy. Yeah, I agree. I um, for me, I think what's what his name Stefanski is that the new guy yeah, they got? The new, he was yeah. uh, OC out of Minnesota. They got an offensive guy um, for him. Last chance, but I think he has the keys. They've given it to him. They fire their GM, so he has the confidence to take an O line. He doesn't have to take a flashy pick or anything like that. They have plenty of talent, um, speed wise, and, and at the skill positions on the offensive side. So I agree completely. Um, you went with Becton, so actually, yeah, I'll take Makai Becton as well. Um, it could also be Werfs or. I don't know. And any they're going to take an alignment, I think, if they stay at that number 10 position. Maybe they'll trade back. They also have a second pick in this draft, too, I'm pretty sure. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I, I think this guy's smart enough to know nothing happens if you don't have an O-line. doesn't matter how many talented receivers you have. If Baker, especially, he is, he's on the cusp of really kind of not being able to change or improve. He's, he's right. almost, I don't want to say bust territory, but he's, he's on the, if players were on the hot seat, Instead of getting fired, they were labeled a bust. This, he's right this there, and if he has another year where, yeah, where he's here and ghosts, he's all over the place. He's got happy feet. He may not be able to come back from that. So I think you have to solidify that O line before anything else. If the defense, defense actually performed pretty well last year, um, even though they were incredibly undisciplined. It was a shit show. We won't even get into the Miles Garrett thing, but there's some talent on that side as well, um, and they can fill certain holes there. But I think O line without an O line, they they go nowhere, especially. Pittsburgh's got a great pass rush. Um, Cincinnati, they're always dirty. Who knows what they're going to have. Um, and then, obviously, the Ravens have a good defense, as always, too. So you need to solidify that O-line if you have any shot. So I'm going O-line. We're going chalk at the end. Uh, we're agreeing. Why not? Go for it. Bummer, but what are you going to do? And that's our top 10 mock draft. Cool. Ooh. We did it. All right. Uh, <laughs> so we didn't talk about gambling once. No, we did not. Not yet. Um, I guess we are going to do prop bets, um, which we don't have the drop for, obviously, which is a bummer. Oh, I know. But, uh, oops. How about those podcast 